Welcome back to Fat Chats and Lash Naps. You're here with Chloe and Katie and today we are going to be covering spray tanning. We are going to be going through what is DHA, the history of spray tanning as well as how it works and some little tips and tricks. Mm -hmm. Things we've learned along the way to achieve the best spray tan possible. So this is relevant for both spray tan techs as well as clients. Yes. So settling, grab your lab coats and your glasses. We're going to be doing some science. <laughs> <laughs> Get your brains ready. Let's go. So Chloe, let's talk about spray tanning and the product we actually use for it. So in all spray tanning products is DHA, which stands for dihydroxyacetone. It is the primary ingredient in all sunless tanning solutions and it is derived from plant sources such as sugar beets and sugar canes. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes in a very um, questionable, <laughs> very questionable powdered form mm -hmm. um, that is manufactured by pharmaceutical companies mm -hmm. and it is, do you want me to talk about now how it works? Mm -hmm. Okay, so DHA is the ingredient that reacts with the amino acids, so the proteins in your skin, and that is what changes the colour of the epidermis mm -hmm. of the skin. Which is your top layer of your skin. Which is the top layer. So the, I think the common misconception actually is that tanning stains your skin, which it doesn't. So it is DHA, which is reacting with mm -hmm. the cells and the proteins in the top layer of the skin, which causes the colour. It's not actually like a stain, mm -hmm. which I didn't know before we... No. I thought it was a stain, so but it's I. not. Mm -hmm. There are some higher DHA products out there, which are about 30%, which are usually like tanning drops that mm -hmm. you can mix into a serum or moisturiser, or you can put, you can't put it straight on the skin because it's too high of a concentration. Right. Yeah. So most professional solutions that we use mm -hmm. are um, usually a minimum of 10% or more. Mm -hmm. There are some out there that are as low as say 7%, which are really good for like either first time tanners, mm -hmm. um, people that just don't want a dark tan. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're just not as intimidating. They give a nice glow and they're really good for like weddings. Mm, so they're bridesmaids. bridesmaids, brides, they are like the go-to for mm -hmm. t like seven to 10%. Mm -hmm. And then the higher the percentage, the darker and the quicker the tan is gonna develop. Yes. Most tanning products on the market are between a 1% to a 20% DHA. 20% is quite high though, so keep that in mind mm. as a spray tan tech. Chloe and I generally go for a 16% at our top end yeah. for a darker yeah. tan, which again will affect the contact time on the skin, but we're going to go into a little bit more detail of that yeah. shortly. Uh, the percentage is generally shown on the bottle. How it works with the percentage being shown on that bottle shows how much of the liquid in the bottle is, has the DHA concentrate. Yeah. For example, if it says 12% DHA or 12%, that means that 12% of the formula in the bottle, in the whole thing, is DHA yeah. and the remaining 88% is other products. Yeah, which can include things like your cosmetic bronzers and just like general hydrating ingredients, fillers, not fillers. Well, they are fillers realistically, mm. but they're not bad fillers. Yes, with the how you were saying about other things that are in it, mm -hmm. some people put in like a hyaluronic acid and mm -hmm. stuff like that, or they talk about skin tightening. Those are the sort of elements that make up that other 88% that yes. is not DHA. Yeah. 
And Chloe also talked about the colour guides that are also in the bottles as mm-hmm. well. So if you're getting a green-based tan, a violet-based tan, a red-based tan, those colourants will be those extra add-ins yes. so that when we are tanning you, we can see, we can see it. Yep. Because DHA is a clear, when it comes yep. out in the liquid form, is a clear liquid yes. because it's made from those sugar beets and sugar canes. We won't be able to see it, no. which is why a lot of tans on the market at the moment are marketed as a clear-based tan. That means yep. they just don't have a colour guide yep. in them. that's all it is. That's so when you're shopping around, if you're like, do I want a green base or a violet base? It's more so the colour guide than anything else. Yeah. It has a tiny effect, I find, yes. but nothing major. Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah, those tanning drops and those like tanning waters, they're, they're the same thing. They just don't have the cosmetic bronzer in it to be able to see where you're putting it. So that's all the colour is when you first get a spray tan, then that gets washed off and then the DHA is what's reacting with your skin. And the higher the DHA percentage is how much more of a change will occur to your skin on that epidermis level. Yes. So when you have a DHA level of seven, like we were talking about, which is really good for bridesmaids or wedding, just for a soft glow. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're going to a festival, some people do want to be quite dark. You can go up to that 16% mark. Mm -hmm. So next we're going to go into a little bit of the history around DHA and spray tanning itself, which Katie is going to tell us about because she found it super duper interesting. Yeah, so. not normally I'm a history buff. However, <laughs> I think because it's my job, it's I really jam. find it. Yeah, yeah, the bread and butter with my jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so DHA was actually used as an oral drug in the 1950s for people who had a glycogen storage problem. So they couldn't keep that like sugar reserve. Um, When nurses or healthcare workers were administering this to some kids, they would spit it out. As kids do. As kids do. (laughs) um, They would spit it out. And when it would touch the skin, if not cleaned properly, they noticed that that spot of the skin had gone brown. So Eva Wittgenstein was the person who started studying this element of DHA on how it was getting onto the, like how it affected the skin or the epidermis level. And so they, she used to paint liquid versions of DHA onto her skin and found it only penetrated that top layer, which is the epidermis as we know now, mm-hmm. um, which I find super interesting that they like were able to eliminate that it didn't go really any further than that. Yeah, it makes you wonder how she knew how that. Much te- like how much testing would have yeah, gone into that. that's crazy. So reach, researchers mainly looked into this originally because they wanted to see if it would help people with vitiligo because they weren't mm-hmm. sure if it would affect the skin long term mm. um, and you know, eventually go from the inside out and like cover up the vitiligo, which is uh, a skin condition. I'm a, as far as my education goes, a skin condition where you have like the blotchy, the like, patches the of your pigment. skin. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were going to see if it would affect them to even out their skin tone overall. Uh, so the DHA was actually approved by FDA in America in the 1970s. So that's like 20 years later. So it did take a while for that to get approved by the FDA after the testing started in the 1950s. It is only approved for external use. This is a main note. Uh, Mm. So it's not for inhalation or ingestion. (laughs) Do not eat it or smell it. Um, A lot of tans out there at the moment on Instagram marketing are coming up being like, there's nasal drops yeah, that can affect... Yeah, I was just about to say that. Terrifying. They scare the shit out of me because they would not be approved at all. No, no. because it's not meant for no. inhalation and indigestion. Not for ingestion. <laughs> it would give so, me indigestion. <laughs> so don't eat it or inhale it, guys. Make sure... Yeah. Um, Topical that you, only. Yes. 
Um, and then so for us here in Australia, the TGA did approve it a few years after the FDA in America. So that was around the 1975 mark that we got it approved. Yeah. Then we will go into the Fitzpatrick scale. Mm-hmm. So that was created by Thomas B. Fitzpatrick in 1975. Mm-hmm. Um, he studied the six different types of skin and how they reacted to the sun. Mm-hmm. So there's skin type number one, which is always burns, never tans. Me. Same. <laughs> she said a Caucasian. <laughs> um, number two is usually burns and tans with difficulty. Number three is sometimes mildly burns but gradually tans. Number four, rarely burns, tans with ease. Number five, hardly burns, tans easily. Number six, never burns, tans easily and is deeply pigmented. Naturally. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, there is diagrams that you can look up of this as well. Um, and with each skin type comes a sort of recommended DHA percentage to use along with it. So for myself and Katie, it's recommended to mm-hmm. use 6 to 8% DHA. Mm-hmm. But this is for spray tans that are meant to be left on or your like cooking time. Like 6 to 8 hours. 6 to 8 hours. Yeah. So that's that 6 to 8% DHA. This is just for standard spray tans, which yes. we'll get into later. So 6 to 8% DHA is recommended for skin type number one. Number two, it's recommended to use 8 to 10% DHA. Number three, recommended 10 to 12% DHA. And then four, five, and six, any. Yep. Because they are deeper complexions and mm-hmm. they can, we'll get into this as well, but they can handle the higher percentage of DHA. This is the stuff that I found really really interesting because a lot of us are like, I want ultra dark. That's going to be the best version of me. That's going to... Especially if you're skin type number one. Yes. You just want to be dark, dark, dark. That's not always the way it works. The best option for you. No, because that is going to be when your tan goes orange. Okay, Colly, tell me about why is my tan going orange? So when the DHA percentage is too high for the skin type in terms of the Fitzpatrick scale, mm-hmm. which we just talked about, it becomes too much for the skin to handle and that's when orange pigments do start to show through the tan. So if your tans are going orange, it is too dark for your skin to actually handle. Again, because it's not staining your skin, it's reacting with your skin. Mm-hmm. The, your pigment and your proteins and amino acids can't actually handle it handle it and process it properly so it just turns orange yep. it's like panic and it's <laughs> abort <laughs> mission i'm going orange i'm gonna be an oompa <laughs> um so that's basically the reason why they turn orange it's not necessarily because it's a bad tan yep. it's just the wrong tan for it's you. not off it's not weird no, there's no the weird concoction yeah so keeping that in mind when you're using your self tanners at home or going for a spray tan, mm-hmm. even though you might want to be at that ultra dark level, it may not be the best thing for you, mm-hmm. which as a quite pale gal myself, heartbreaking. Yeah. However, I do notice the difference when I use yes. a lower percentage it DHA. It looks nicer and so it looks nicer. more brown and mm-hmm. it looks more natural. Like you can just, you can put them side by side and look at you with an ultra dark tan mm-hmm. and look at you with a tan that actually suits your skin and you can go, yeah, that's darker. But it's showing orange Mm -hmm. and it doesn't look as flattering as you with the tan that's meant to suit you. Absolutely agreed. So now the next thing we wanted to cover is standard spray tans or self-tanners versus your express tans. Mm -hmm. So with your standard slash your standard spray tans or Mm self-tanners, you're generally recommended to leave them on for six to eight hours. It did used to be longer, uh, but because there's ever-changing research into DHA and self-tanners, spray tanners, it's made a difference to bring down the cooking time that you are sitting, the contact time that the tan is sitting on your skin. Mm-hmm. So when we refer to standard tans from now on, 
that's that's the window yeah. of time that we're saying that it's on your skin for. Mm-hmm. Express tans are a little bit different because they generally stay on your skin for one to three hours. Yes. Every tan is different in how it'll obviously tell you to apply it for. Yep. Your spray um, tan tech will tell you the minimum maximum time for your spray tan to stay on. Yes. I know we both use express tans mm-hmm. just across the board. Yep. Um, because n- not many people want to be No one wants cooking. to sit in a tan for no. six to eight hours. Some people liked six to eight hours to sleep in it, but for the most part, express tans just are easier for our businesses. So Agreed. And on that note of sleeping in your tan, that's where the tan can risk going orange because mm-hmm. your contact time with it on your skin has been too, too much. Yeah. So when you're choosing between a standard tan and an express tan as a tech, you can alter this for your client if they want to be in it with the contact time for less time, you can up your DHA percentage to counteract this Mm -hmm. for them. That way you can make it an express tan, even though it's generally not labelled as an express tan. So for example, I use the Azua tan, Mm -hmm. as do Mm -hmm. you. Um, The ones I have are just like the standard, they're they're all express, but Mm -hmm. the standard colours are just like violet base and then there's like ultra dark. Mm -hmm. If someone comes to me and they want the violet base but they only want to leave it on for an hour, I'll use the ultra dark mm-hmm. so they still get the result of the the violet being dark but they don't have to leave it on for the three hours because it's got higher DHA. So if you are a tech and you have a category three Fitzpatrick scale client, mm-hmm. which is someone who mildly burns and gradually tans, you would generally use a 10 to 12% DHA product mm-hmm. left on the skin for six to eight hours. However, if they want to be now in an express tan and have less contact time in the tan, you can up that to like another two to 4% on the DHA scale. Mm-hmm. So then bringing them up to a 14 to 16% DHA solution and get them to rinse off within two to three hours instead of that six to eight mark because the skin reaction will happen a little bit quicker because yep. of the DHA percentage being mm-hmm. higher uh, solution. Yeah. Yeah. So you get the same result with different solutions and different timings and different percentages, essentially. Are you in the market for a new glue that is super fast drying? Glamlash Pro have an amazing adhesive called the Master Adhesive they've just released. It is new on the website. It is for more of an expert level lasher because it does dry in 0.25 to 0.5 seconds. It is the most amazing glue I've ever used. Literally I've been in the industry for now about two and a half years lashing mm-hmm. and it is the perfect speed for me now, whether I'm using my handmaids or my promade fans, it is my go-to glue for my room conditions. This summer, it's going to be an absolute game changer. Game changer. And it'll be my glue that I reach for. Obviously, it's best to have a couple of options with your glue, but this is always the one that I find works really well for my room. It's really good for temperatures between 20 and 25 degrees and your humidity between 45 and 60%. Which is such a good range. So flexible for your rooms. And Glam, this season's sponsor, have been so kind to give us a discount code for podcast listeners. So you can use code FATCHATS at checkout. Which is F-A-T-C-H-A-T-S and you'll be able to get a cheeky little discount on that one. So head to their website and find out what else they have to offer because they've got some amazing products and they're my go-to supplier for lash extension supplies. So go ahead and visit glamlashpro.com 
to do a nice little shopping trip. Thanks, Glam. Thanks, Glam. When you're going in for a spray tan, your spray tan tech, everybody has different pre and post care instructions instructions on how to care for it before and after to prep mm-hmm. yourself properly. Me and Chloe pretty much, we were taught on the same day at the same time, yeah. the same information. So this is what we think would be best for you personally. Yeah. So pre-care information, again, different for everyone, but I say to not use any moisturisers or deodorant on the day of your spray tan. So that's meaning, say, if you shower at night, you wouldn't be using any moisturisers after that shower or in the morning after that shower, you're not putting any moisturisers mm-hmm. or deodorant on your skin. Because the deodorant will affect the DHA and that's when it turns like green and things like that. That's gross. Yeah, patchy and no, no, no. <laughs> so no DH, uh, no deodorant and then the moisturisers is because it creates a barrier on your skin. Mm. So the DHA and the products of the solution cannot penetrate yes. properly. So that is why we do it. Yes. Some people though do put moisturisers on the night before or the day of yeah. on their drier spots because that can tend to stick quite heavily to that yes. area. So if you notice that you go quite dark, uh, dark mm-hmm. in, say, for example, your elbows or your knee creases, mm-hmm. you can moisturise those, I'd say, up to 12 hours beforehand yeah. to make sure that they are not super dry and not taking that DHA chemical on too much. Yes, because you, you almost want a little barrier yes. for those parts. On that same breath, Make sure you are hydrating your skin that is dry one to two days before and having a f- special focus on that. Have an everything shower. Every- oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, the key focus points for me when I tell clients would be your knees on your heels, so behind your mm-hmm. feet where it would rub. Um, you can do the tops of your feet as well if you do get dry feet. Um, and then also your elbows is another big one. And knuckles. Knuckles, knuckles and good wrists. One. Yes, good yeah. idea. Because that's um, where it grabs for me because I get really dry hands. Yeah, yeah, actually. And as well, you'll notice that as well when you're driving that you're like really dry on your hands. So mm-hmm. moisturise the top of your hands yep. if that's somewhere that gets dry for you. Another one that I don't have listed on my website but I just thought of is the um, if you have suffer from KP or chicken skin on the back of your arms, yes. can moisturise there as yep. well one or two days before, making sure that's super hydrated. Yep. Um, with your everything, everything shower that you have one to two days before, if you are someone that chooses to shave or wax, please do that in the one to two days before because mm-hmm. um, you want your skin to heal, not heal because it's not broken, but just recover from that. Um, I notice when I wax, like if I wax my eyebrows or anything, nothing sticks to it the next day. So you want to make sure you give it enough time to sort of like come back to being normal skin. The same goes for if you're getting IPL or laser yes. as well. I would not spray tan. Any any sort of I- hair removal, yes. do it at least 12 hours. to 24 hours before mm-hmm. um, and exfoliate in your everything shower as well. Mm-hmm. Get all that dead skin off so that you give the DHA the best chance at getting to the top layer of your skin. We also will give you at your appointment a disposable G-string. Mm-hmm. However, if you'd prefer to wear your own underwear, yep. please feel free to do that. Or... Or go starkers. Naked. Naked. Flaps out. <laughs> go for gold. When Chloe and I say that we have seen everything... Yes. We've everything. Seen everything. But at the same time, I don't remember anything. No, I couldn't... T- no, I couldn't no, tell you. Couldn't tell you. No. Don't know where your freckles are. Don't know what your boobs look like. No. Literally, you are just a silhouette to us. Yeah, I'm looking point. past your features at that point. I'm looking at skin. Yes. So. And how 
well we have put the we're, we're focusing on the color guide being applied to your skin yep. that is literally yep. all we're looking at if you've ever been nervous about getting a spray tan in front of someone else come to me and chloe because we literally yeah <laughs> we Let couldn't care less but yeah, I've had I get a lot of clients that choose to wear their own underwear, which is so fine. Um, obviously, a disposable g-string will give you the smallest um, possible tan line, mm-hmm. and also it's disposable, so you're not getting tan on any of your undies. If you do choose to wear your own, though, I do recommend like black or just something that you don't mind getting tan on. It. Some people have a dedicated mm-hmm. pair, mm-hmm. which is so fine. Um, but yeah, otherwise g-string or nothing. Some people do wear nipple covers as well. That yes. is fine as well. Or your bra. We are not going to judge. If that's no. what you want to get tanned in, feel free. Yep. Absolutely. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. If you want to tape your boobs, go for gold. If you want to wear a strapless bra, mm-hmm. if, if that's something you want, um, then you're more than welcome to have that on. We'll also give you a hairnet to wear in this yes. as well, um, which is really handy. If you've done your everything shower, you've probably washed your hair. Yes. <laughs> Especially <laughs> blondes. Oh. Yeah. I sometimes double. Oh, double hair What a good tip. I've yeah. never done that. Or with thick hair, I double hairnet. Yeah. Yes. Some people have really mm. big buns of hair. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so your hairnet will be given to you as well. It just makes sure that we don't get any of the staining product onto your hair. Yeah, because it's realistically the cosmetic bronzer that we're worried about there. The DHA is not going to do anything mm-hmm. to your hair. It's more just like the bronzer. Post-care is up next. So once we have done your spray tan, these are our hot tips on mm-hmm. how to preserve it for as long as possible to keep it looking its best. So keep your tan dry until the time that your spray tan tech has advised to wash it off. For example, one hour, two hours, three hours, Mm -hmm. however many hours. Um, We will let you know that before you leave Mm -hmm. to get your optimum result. Like if you come in wanting a super light tan, then we'll most likely say wash it off after one hour. Mm -hmm. Um, When you wash it off, it's going to look like there's nothing on you. (laughs) Do not panic. It's just a colour guide it's just going the color down guide. the drain. Yeah. You will look like you've had nothing done and you need to wait that 12 to 24 hours for it to fully develop. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend, Jasmine, love you. I did her first spray tan with like the lightest DHA mm-hmm. and I said to her, I was like, leave it on for the minimum amount of time because she was worried about going too dark. And I was like, I'm doing light on you. Leave it on for, I think I told her, one to two hours because mm-hmm. she was like, I still want to, I still want to see it. And I was like, yep, yeah, that's fine. One hour. If you're worried, two hours. I said, the color guide's going to get really, really dark, but that's not the color you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So she left it. I think she left it for two to three hours because mm-hmm. she was worried and she washed it off and she was like, where is it? <laughs> and I was like, it's coming. Just wait. And then she woke up the next morning. She was like, I left it on too long. I left it on too long. Do you know what's so funny is that Amber mm. also did the same thing. Yeah. She did not trust me. So no. I love a dark tan. It may go orange and I'm okay with that because I'll just edit You'll it deal. in. You'll deal. <laughs> I will edit it in Facetune um, <laughs> so that I don't look orange. But uh, Amber, I was like to her, no, you want to leave this on mm-hmm. for at least an hour and a half. And yeah. you'll. Lo- I was like, girl, you will love this because I normally leave mine on for an hour 45 to two hours. Mm. Amber got home and was like, this bitch is crazy. I'm leaving it on for 50 minutes. That's it. So she left it on for 50 minutes. And then she goes, it's not very dark. I said, how long do you leave it on for, babe? She goes, "Mm, 50 minutes. I I think "Mm." Jazz has done both. I think, oh, maybe the first time she did not long enough. 
And then the second time she did too long. Mm. I think the first time I said an hour and she was like 45 minutes in, she looked at it and she was like, fuck That'll this do it. shit. <laughs> Took it off and then she was like, why isn't it dark? And it was the same. And there's, every time she comes back, it was an extra 10 minutes, 15 minutes, mm. 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And now she's a two and she a half cooks. hour girl. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, let's yeah. go. Some both. But also when I first started before I used to tan, um, she would just put spray tan on her legs. I used to do that with Not the rest tan. of her body. I used to do that with gradual tan. No. Have you seen my legs? <laughs> Blinding. Um, so with the note about showers as well, mm-hmm. I would say cool to warm water is advised. Yes. Um, you don't want to make it hot because you're basically going to cook your skin. Yep. And we want the changes to happen to that epidermis level. And if you're basically showering that off Melting with heat, your skin off. <laughs> then it's going to be patchy AF and it's yep. not going to take to that area of your skin. And you basically want to shower until your drain runs clear. Yes. You don't need to use any soaps or lotions in the shower or mm-hmm. oils. You're just going to basically guide it Rinse off it. with your hands. Yep. Rinse it off. Pat yourself dry instead of rubbing yourself with a towel after a shower because, again, you don't want to disturb mm-hmm. that epidermis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're going to wear loose and dark clothing post No socks. <laughs> Side Please. eye. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't come in socks, leggings, just tight-fitting dresses, anything like that. I want to see you come in your Adam Sandler clothes. Mm. And if you can, try not to put your no, bra yeah, and no. undies on after. Yeah. Because that will chip into the spray tan that we've put on. Yeah. Um, and you will end up with lines. We set you with, I mean, I know we do personally, we set you with powder mm-hmm. to try and keep it on as best as possible. But you've, you've got to do the hard yards. I'm really sorry. Yeah. You've got to do it. Also, if you're just going to dr- drive home and cook anyway, you're just walking out of my driveway to yeah. your car. Yeah. Don't worry about a bra. Don't worry about your underwear. Wear, a, wear the wear loosest. A loose sundress. Preferably a potato sack would be really yeah. great. Extra large just potato sack. Yeah. Or like, what do they call them? Moo-moos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wear your moo-moo. I have this like Peter Alexander huge tent looking dress and I love it because mm. I just walk out with my little cowboy walk like <laughs> sprayed. <laughs> and then also if you have leather car seats, mm. bring a towel so your legs don't sweat. Good point, especially mm-hmm. coming into summer. Yep, because I always try and double powder the back of those thighs. But mm. it, yeah, but yeah, socks. I always hate when people go and put socks on after I've done a spray tan. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Especially when they're like, oh yeah, I'm wearing heels for the event. I'm like, no, you're not. Not now. Not now, you're not. <laughs> not now. Now we are enclosed. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to wear your army boots and that's all. That's it. That's your only choice. Um, and then a side note again for the body wash and exfoliants for the days after. So not just that first post shower with your days after. Don't use anything too harsh like your chemical chemical exfoliants or the stuff with the beads and stuff in it because that will disturb that epidermis layer and mm-hmm. will affect how long your tan is lasting for. Yes. That's the same goes for your face. Your face generally we touch it all the time so you're losing that layer of skin quite quickly yes. on it. Especially if you use like – certain washes and yep. things like Active that. Active ingredients will just strip the tan yeah. off your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so try and steer clear of those if you can. Yes. Um, in terms of post-care as well, I personally do stock a couple of products that are like tan-safe body washes, tan-safe, of uh, tan-safe, like um, moisturisers mm-hmm. that do have a tiny bit. It's like a gradual tan, but not quite a mm-hmm. gradual tan. It just has a tiny bit of DHA in it to prolong your tan just so you can get as much out of it as possible and they are really handy to have um, just so you're not stripping your skin in mm-hmm. the shower with your normal body wash. 
And if you are going to do a trial tan before your wedding or if you're a bridesmaid or you have a special event, please do it two weeks before, not a week before. Lots of tans generally have a shelf life on your body of mm-hmm. like one, maybe two weeks. Yeah, but by so, the end of – but in between that one and two is when you're getting the dregs of it. Yep. You're not – You're going tiger ready. Yeah. Not even just that. Like it, it would have faded. Mm-hmm. Like if you want optimum results out of your tan, you want it like two to three days before mm-hmm. your event – if you have to, if your event, say, on a Saturday and you can only get a Monday appointment, that's fine. But you wouldn't want to drag it out longer than that. I am also mean, like, if you are doing a tester for it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. want to give enough time for it to be fully off to and exfoliate it off your body before you do your actual yeah. one for the event. Mm. Um, and I would definitely recommend always writing down how long you cook in the tan for the contact time on yep. your skin, the percent- percentage level of it, if you can get that from your spray tan artist mm-hmm. and the brand that they've used, yep. write it down in your notes or take a photo of it because if you ever go to someone else, say if you're travelling to another city for your event or yep. anything like that or you want to buy an at-home, you, you get the same thing mm-hmm. that they were using. If you loved that tan or hated that tan, you can take the good or bad parts of it yep. to make sure that you're applying that for when you're at home. So next. We're going to talk about something super exciting. So we are, I'm freaking stoked about it. Oh, I'm not apparently. (laughs) No, I am. We are going to be doing a second annual spray tan fundraiser. For those who um, haven't been following me or the pod for too long, last year I did a spray tanning event where I did 41 spray tans in a day between 8am and 8pm. Crazy. I got products donated to us from Azuatan, which we've been lucky enough to have them sponsor the event again this year. Yay. But we're doing it over two days, which yes. is very, very exciting. We, I learned from last year that people um, have events for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So we have given the option, again, because we were saying just before that it's best to get your spray tan one to two days for your mm-hmm. event. So 24 or 48 hours before your event. So we are offering spray tan yes. on um, Saturday the 30th and Sunday the 31st of December 2023. Yes. So Saturday the 30th of December we're doing both of us. So we're both going to be there for both days. Sunday the 30th we're doing 11am to 5pm and Sunday the 31st we're doing 8am to 12pm. So on the 31st, that gives you enough time, say, if you are one of the last people, you've got enough time to cook for an hour, two hours, three hours, get ready for your night out and go. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have a little bit of colour. Mm-hmm. It's not pointless. Absolutely. And we are so lucky that all of the proceeds will be going to Cat Haven here in Perth. Yes. And there will be some little kittens little for kittens. you to cuddle on the day, which, oh my gosh, they are so cute. Which will be good because I'll miss my boys. Don't worry, there'll be many little kitties running around. So Amber will be there facilitating that one on the day. So you mm-hmm. can speak to her if you have any questions about adopting a kitten um, or one of the ones on the day. She can set you up with some information about how you can go forward with that process as well if you fall in love with one on the day. If not, you can come in. It is a cash donation. Mm-hmm. So you can bring that in and we will donate that on your behalf. All of the profits will be going to Cat Haven. Yeah. Um, and Azua has sponsored the event and sent in all the products that we're using on the day, which is amazing. Yes. It's products that we love and stand by and mm-hmm. tried and tested. I think I've almost done about 200 spray tans now yeah. using Azua and I couldn't be more obsessed. It's stuff I use on myself. So I really stand by the product that we use. Yeah, they're so good. So... Yeah, as Katie said, it's a cash-only event, a yep. donation. Um, so it's just pay what you wish, a minimum of $10 donation. Spray tans are usually $30. 
um, and all the proceeds are going straight to the little kitties. So make sure you dig deep for that one, guys. Again, it is on Saturday the 30th and Sunday the 31st of December this year, so 2023. If you are in Perth and you're wanting to come along and get a spray tan, you can head to Katie's Instagram and book through her link. Otherwise, heading straight to the website as well. Both will work. Uh, it is www.asteriaesthetics.com.au and you'll notice that there is a tab saying Cat Haven Fundraiser and you can book through that. There is two options. Yes. Which is really cool. So some people are super confident and feel good about a spray tan. It's not their first time or not their first radio, but you can spray t- have the option because Chloe and I will both be spray tanning on the day. There'll be two tents set up in the room with a divider in between mm-hmm. so you don't have to look at each other but um, we'll be doing your spray tans at the same time. That will mean that we can save a bit more time and going through more, people, more through. people through which again means more donations on the day. So there's an yep. option to do that. That's like a bestie package that you yep. can book on the website or you can book a solo appointment. Yes. So yeah, if you book with a bestie you'll have the same time slot and Katie and I will do your tans. If you book solo, there is potential that another solo person may be in the same time slot as you. But again, we'll have that divider between you. So mm-hmm. no one has to see anyone else. Absolutely. So gear up for that one. Make sure you are digging deep if you come on the day. Come in for a little kitten cuddle and get your pay what you wish spray tan. Again, some people donated $20, $30, $40, $50. It's totally up to you and what you can afford on your budget of mm-hmm. the day. Uh, and the address will be sent to you before when you get your confirmation as well for this event. Otherwise, we are located in Qdell to give you a general yes. location of where it'll be on the day. Um, unfortunately, my dog Nala will not be there, so I'm so sorry. If you do want to meet her, you'll have to book a different appointment with me <laughs> um, <laughs> than that day. But we will have a few kittens for you to cuddle, and so you can come in 15 or 20 minutes beforehand to make sure you're filling out your consultations, making sure that you're all good to go for your spray tan, and we can educate you on which which tan to use, whether it's the green base or violet base and how long you need to cook for, like we've talked about earlier in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can cuddle the kittens as well while you're waiting for your slot. I'm so excited for this event. Oh, my goodness. It's I'm so exciting. I'm so excited. So last year when I did it, it was 41 spray tans and I raised $1,359. Whoa. Insane. So, so happy. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, with there being two of us, we're hoping for a t- goal of 2000 Yeah. We're really hoping. So if you are listening to the podcast, I would really love if you could book in and share it on your socials. We have yes. a little post up between Chloe and I. So if you've had to our profile, you'll be able to see that on there. Yeah. And that's it from us today. So we hope you enjoyed your – oh, you can take off your science goggles now. Oh, yeah, you can pack them away. <laughs> your lab coat can go in the drawer, ready for next Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about the history of DHA, spray tanning as general, and also learning your pre- and post-care options of what you can do and where do your appointments. Yeah. So we'll see you on the next episode, guys. Take care until we're in your ears next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.